How's everybody doing? Good to have some of you in the house with us this morning. Awesome to see you. Welcome to those joining us online. I've got a couple of things on my electronic device here. I have to make sure I do or it's going to give me trouble. Also, my battery is almost dead, so. It's like the day after Christmas. Here we go. All right. Well, we're going to sing together a bit, so I invite you to sing along with us. Join us in worship. Lift your voices. Welcome to those of us joining us online today. I got some messages from folks who were able to join us for Christmas Eve online as well, and even after the fact, and they enjoyed it a great deal. Tech crew, you did a great job, got great reports from folks on uh, the online, and so thank you so much, and thank you for being here this morning uh, and uh, getting it ready for us again today. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Jim and Jan. Jan's at home monitoring the live stream uh, communications feed and uh, both a little under the weather yesterday and today so we're praying for you guys love you and uh, praying for some others Samuel Crawford's been down for a couple of weeks almost not COVID that's we have to say that now right it's coming when anyone coughs sneeze not COVID just sick you know the old like the old days where I just got sick once in a while so anyway uh, any of you others that are out there that are struggling that way, there's a nasty bug going around that's knocking some people down. And uh, let us know. We'll pray for you. Uh, and I do want to emphasize that this morning. Uh, we always say it in our announcement video. But uh, if you're in the house, we've got the prayer tree back there. Drop us a card uh, while you're here for worship. If you're online, prayer at c3ak.com. Uh, we really do love to pray for you. And we love to see the way that God answers prayer. Go almost not, uh, you know, certainly not a month goes by that somebody doesn't communicate to us that they've seen God intervene through prayer in something that they were burdened about. So really encourage you to do that. Uh, take advantage of that. We love to pray for you. And then uh, last little bugs I'll give you this morning before we jump into the music is uh, we've continued to collect today. We will also, uh, any offerings today that you mark as Christmas will go to uh, our donation to the families in our community that I told you about, and you've been so generous in the way that you've given already, and it has been a tremendous blessing to those folks. And uh, today will be the last day for that, actually through the 31st, but you get me, last day here in this building. Because, wow, next Sunday is, what? 2022. How did that happen? wasn't sure we were ever going to get here. But here we are. All right, And then uh, after, uh, don't get on me, not this Friday, Thursday, but the next one, after January 1st, will be our Claire House meal. And uh, so we're gathering people and volunteers to provide food for those. Uh, the Chavez's are here this morning, and they are heading that up. And uh, you can always contact through Pastor Jason. And I think we have some other contact info we can get out to you. But just keep that on your minds. It's coming up. So if you'd like to contribute to that, either financially, you can do that through our giving portals and market as Claire House. Or if you'd like to go purchase some food and bring it over uh, on Thursday night and drop it off, that would be great too. So watch your email for details on that. And if you're not getting emails, they're either in your junk box or you're not signed up. So let us know if they're not in your junk box. We'll sign you up. 
All right, here we go. Gotta make sure I got the note in my head. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I'll worship your sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing
Death could not hold you. They'll tour before you. You silence the boast of sin and grave. The heavens are roaring. The praise of your glory. For you are raised to life again. You have no rival. You have no Who are we that you would be mindful of us? What do you see that's worth looking our way? We are free in ways that we never should be. Sweet release. From the grip of these chains Like hinges straining from the weight My heart no longer can keep from singing All that is within me, Christ For you alone be glorified, Emmanuel God with us song, the dead is paid, these chains are gone, Emmanuel, God with us, Lord you know, our hearts don't deserve your glory, still you show Love we cannot afford Like hinges straining from the weight My heart no longer 
Such a tiny offering compared to Calvary. Nevertheless, we lay it at your feet. Such a tiny offering compared to Calvary. Such a tiny offering compared to Calvary. Nevertheless, we lay it at your feet. All that is within me, Christ, for you. God with us, Emmanuel. You may be seated. I just want to share with you a little bit of scripture this morning and uh, encourage you. And uh, we've got a couple more songs that we'll share with you and for you. And I'm going to start in John chapter 8, verse 12. John chapter 8, verse 12. It says, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So, to start with that big picture, you know, here we are, Christmas, the manger scene, Jesus comes, we're, we've talked about Advent, the anticipation of him, you know, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. Well, he, he's arrived, right? He's here. He, he heard the cry and he has come. And he says to us through the word, I am the light of the world. And friends, it doesn't take much effort for us to look at the world around us. We can look far. We can look within our own nation. We can look in our community. We can look in our own families and see the darkness that is still there in need of the light. And that light is Jesus. 
in verse 13, the Pharisee said, you are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. Now, this was based on a, a legal idea that, that you couldn't simply proclaim the truth about yourself. If you were proclaiming a large truth about yourself, you had to have witnesses. There had to be at least one witness to your truth. And this is one of the places where Jesus asserts that he is God himself. Because he says this, he says, Jesus answered, even if I do bear witness about myself, my testimony is true. Now, we just read that as a, a sentence in English for us today in, in God's preserved word for us. But you have to understand that when he said that to them, he said, you don't know what you're talking about. You understand the law, but you don't understand who I am. And he's making a direct challenge to the spiritual and political leaders of all of the people of Jerusalem, all of the Jewish nation. These are the people who give them the interpretations of God's word and teach them how to live and how to be faithful to God. And as we see in many of the stories in Scripture, they were filled with corruption. And that corruption now has manifested itself in such a way that they don't recognize the Messiah when he's arrived. See, these people and their ancestors are the ones who cried out, O come, O come, Emmanuel. And when he arrives, they don't see him. And so when he says that, what to us is a very simple English phrase where he says, even if I do bear witness about myself, like even if what you say is true, my testimony is true. It was a, it was a significant challenge to their thinking. For I know where I came from and where I am going, but you do not know where I come from or where I am going. He's saying to them very specifically, I'm the light of the world, and I know you don't agree with that. I'm telling you my testimony is true, and the fact of the matter is, I know who I am, but you have not yet realized who I am, which means they are still in darkness. Verse 15, he says, You judge according to the flesh, I judge in the Lord. He's saying, You look at people and you judge them by what you see, by what they do, by whether they measure up to your standards. And the underlying theme there is that your standards are corrupt. Your standards are broken because your standards are shadowed with darkness. And then he says those incredible words, I judge no one. Yet, verse 16, he says, if I were to judge someone, even if I do judge, my judgment is true. For it is not I alone who judge, but I am the Father who sent me. Now again, when we wrestle with that in English language, and people people struggle with this, they go, "Oh, see, there's two. Of, there's there's two. They're 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 different. He's not God." And we know that we grapple with and we wrestle with the idea of, of the triune nature of God: God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, all independent, but somehow one. There's no allegory, there's no metaphor that ever survives the challenge of trying to 
to explain the full truth of the Trinity as we see it worked out in Scripture. But understand that in this sentence, and certainly in the original language, we have it here from the Greek, but in the Aramaic that Jesus would have spoken, when Jesus says the words, I and the Father are one, that word one means we are the same in essence. We know this is true because there's at least one other place where he says this same kind of phrase. And the Pharisees take up rocks to stone him, it says, because he made himself out to be God. So he says, it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law, it is written that the testimony of two people is true. I am the one who bears witness about myself. And the Father who sent me bears witness about me. Then they said to him, therefore, where is your Father? And then, man, these are powerful words. Jesus answered, you know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would know the Father. And there he puts that stamp on who he is, that he's the Messiah, he is the one, he's the Prince of Peace, the Son of God, right? He puts his stamp on that because he says, if you could get to know me, you would know everything that you need to know about the Father because I and the Father are one. And so when we look around in our world and in our lives and in our families and we see people still struggling, wrestling in darkness, the answer to that darkness is to know Jesus. Because to know Jesus is to know God. And God is the light of the world. In fact, if you go over to 1 John, 1 John, chapter 1, starting in verse 5, This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light. We have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. So Jesus said, I am the light of the world. The writer here in First John says, God is light. They're the same. They're one. Then he goes further to say that if we say that we walk in the light, but instead we behave as those who walk in darkness, the truth isn't in us. We're walking in darkness. Because if we walk in the light, it says, as he is in the light, then we have fellowship, yes, with one another, but what that really means is if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with him. And he brings that light into the darkness of our souls. And just as Jesus said, He doesn't judge us, He forgives us. 
cleanses us and he saves us. And then, that last bit. Jason, I won't give you this one, but you can run with me if you want to. Matthew chapter 5. Starting in verse 14. Jesus said, I am the light. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. You are the light of the world. We celebrate the birth of Christ and many of us as believers uh, as we do at our home we talk about this every season the gift of salvation that God has given us we celebrate the light coming to the world the light coming to us as individuals God expects us to then I think Jason talked about this Christmas Eve night during the candlelight image of those candles spreading that light. We are to be the light of the world. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill can't be hidden. Like, we, we get a picture of that. we got the star out there on Arctic Valley Mountain, right? Once they turn that thing on, unless the clouds come in and just bury the mountains, you can see that from everywhere and from so far away. If we set a beacon on top of one of these mountains up here, if we set a beacon on the top of Denali, way over there, we can't hide that. That's the kind of light we're supposed to be. It says, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. The hill upon which our light is posted is the hill of Calvary. The cross where Jesus died. That's where we stand. At the foot of the cross, on a hill. And the sacrifice was given for us. And these, these are Jesus' words here in Matthew. He says, Nor do people take a, la- a lamp and light it and put it under a basket, but instead they put it on a stand and it gives light to all of the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And so, as we, as we post-Christmas celebration, as we have, have had that, that anticipation and then receiving of that moment and celebrating that turn of history that has brought light to us as believers, our call is then to be the light shine through us. So that, why? So that the people who are still walking in darkness around us may see the light and then give glory to God. That's it. That's all I got.
sometimes at night when I am afraid I cover my eyes I cover my shame so here in the dark broken apart come with your light and fill up my heart oh great light of the world fill up my soul half a man here so come make me Just say around, folding us up, backing us down. But here in the dark, I'm not alone. So come with your strength and carry me. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head, I will sing. 
of the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head, I will sing. Of the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in darkest night. You are close like no other. I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend. I have lived in the goodness of God. Don't my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so. It's running after me. Your goodness is running after. It's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Yeah. Your goodness is running after. It's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. 
you and keep you. May he cause the light of his face to shine upon you. May he turn his countenance toward you and give you peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed, my friends. Have a safe drive home and a lovely afternoon. And we'll see you next time. All right? Thank you. Thanks for being here.